0: The LOL show. This week
1: on the program, we're talking about fortunes and predictions. Looking at my big old crystal balls, baby. Oh yeah. And here is your host, the one and only Buddy Danger.
2: Oh shit, we're back. We're back, everybody. Look out. Oh, no. It's Prediction Friday. Prediction Friday. That's right. I'm going to throw some predictions your way out of these big old crystal balls, you motherfucker. It's big crystal ballers. We got big ballers on the program this week. Oh, man. Top five in the power rankings remains the same, but Cater's is coming for y'all. Jumping three spots and landing at sixth overall. Fornicators has it all laid out in front of him, man. Major two, the cup, low ham. You can do it, Caters. You can do it. Also jumping three spots is Blitz. That fraud labeled Blitz jumps three spots to 10th in the power rankings. But should the two seed in the SLFFL really be landing 10th in the LOL? I don't know. He's 7th in SLFFL level wins, and Decibel's ready to take that bye from him right now. Like, right now. He wants it. Give him the buy. Also, big movement from 10-foot little people, but in the negative direction, falling five spots in the power rankings with an 83-point double loss week 12. It's interesting because 10-foot now has exactly, exactly 70 level wins on the season, and guess who has 69? Guess who has 69 level wins? Smoking Bloods. Yes, that's right, Smoking Bloods. Yep, the man that is perpetually at the bottom of the standings this season is one level win out of the playoffs. You guys, you can't make this shit up. Smokin' Bloods is one level win out of the playoffs. This is the guy that doesn't even know what a level win is. He now needs to count on just one. Just we just need just, just the tip. Just one level win for Smoking Blunts would have him right there in the playoffs right now. Oh, my God. You guys, two weeks to go. Two weeks to go until the playoffs are set. So today, we're talking about predictions. We're making predictions. I predict you're going to like it. I think you're going to like my predictions, except for half of you. Half of you are going to hate it. Half of you are going to like it. That's how we do it in America. Everything in America has to be 50 people hate it, 50 people hate it. Love it. It needs to be like that. All right. So let's talk about what we have going on. There's a bunch of stuff. So I'm just going to jump right into it right now. We have major two going on. A lot of you don't know about this. Again, 50% of you. 50% of you don't really care. That's okay. This affects Omega. So if you're interested in that for 2024, it does matter just a little bit. So let's run through major two. We are currently halfway through major two. Majors run four weeks in length. That's what she said. This is two weeks in. Okay. And now I will say that not every team in the major may have played the same amount of games so far, but you can still kind of gather a lot of information by just seeing that, Oh, this person is 0-2 and and there's only five games in the major. They may already be eliminated by just that fact. Just by having two losses right off the top, they could just be boom out of it. So let's run down. Uh, We'll start with same level. Might as well. I don't like doing that. I like doing starting with the farm, but I formatted this same level for, okay, here we go. Same level, major two, who is on top of this? Let me check. And oh, that's right. Babes is on top of this. Babes, that's what she said to <laughs> Babes three and one, 407 points in the major. She is, I think, yes, the only player that has played four games in the major. So I'll give that to you guys. She's on first place right now because she has played the most games, yes, but she also has the most wins. The next person in the list here is AOL for Life at 2-1 and one with 334, uh, and then 10-foot at 2-1 and one with 277. So those are two very different 2-1s, and ones, right? That's a big point discrepancy right there. So I would say AOL is uh, uh, just a, a nut hair over 10-foot right now. Uh, at the 334 with three games. Um, but again, Babes on top with three and a 3-1 a and one record. Terrible tally is 1-1. One and one, uh, So he could still get up there. Only one loss. We do have high decibels and gone deep. They're probably out of it. Um, they are both 0-2 in this major. Sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Babes is, is going to probably take this one, I think. I'm hoping. But if I'm looking at the future here. Okay, so we have 10-foot versus tally. This week. So one of them is going to drop uh, an additional game. Okay. Uh, Bapes does not have a major matchup this week. Her major matchup, the only one remaining for her is next week. And that's against AOL. So I think my guess here, I mean, terrible tally could, he could do something. He could win both of his games this week. He could be three and one and maybe be around 407 points. And, yeah, I, I could see terrible tally taking it as well. Uh, but also I could see maybe AOL doing it. He's only about 80 points behind her. So if he gets a win, wins with, you know, scoring 95 points or something like that. He'll be right there at 3-1, 407 area. Um area. So, but I think it's going to come down to that game. That's my prediction. My prediction, that's what we're doing this week, right? My prediction is BAPES versus AOL in week 14 will be a major championship event. It will be winner takes major two. winner takes an Omega city raises it out of the ground and makes it their own. That would be amazing. So babes baby pulling for you. Let's get it. Bring it home. Cause I'm not doing it. All right. Let's talk about the farm. Let's talk about how I'm not doing anything. Cause I'm not in this major. I'm actually playing against like the bottom half of the farm and I'm still fucking losing everything. All right. <sighs> Good thing Bapes is doing well. I'm not doing so well. All right. I'm not part of the top six. Right now we've got Booya. He's in a very similar situation as Bapes. He's three and one. Uh, but we're three and one, four. Nice, Orlando. Uh, for Bapes. Uh, Booya is three and one and four eighty. So he's way out ahead with four games, uh, four hundred and eighty points scored. So I think that I think Booyah is gonna have to lose another game his points are too high if he ends 4 and 1 i don't think that anyone else is going to catch him he has to lose uh, but nothing but wide open grass in front of fornicators right now because he's 3 and 0 oh. cater's is 3 and 0 oh, 405 cater's has 405 in three major matchups 400 points all right so i think that fornicators He's got this grass out in front of him. It's a wide open field. All he has to do is just tap it in. Just tap it in. 3-0. and oh. If he can do it, he's got it. He's got majors against Tutty and Sacks this week. If Caters can beat Tutty, Tutty's, which, I, yeah, he's going to beat Tutty's, right? Come on. And if he can somehow swing one against that Dak stack and Sacks, that is hard to say that he could take this major with a 5 and 0 record cuz everyone else would have at least one loss. He could take it this week. Cater's you could take it this week. It's right there. Go get it, man. Go get it. Splash. That's the major stuff right now. I don't know if that got you guys going. It got me going. But you know what else got me going is the next level cup cuz goddamn if we don't have anything going on, everything's going on right now. So the Next Level Cup, all right. this is a tournament that includes all of us. All you fucking fart dockers. We were all in this. And it's down to four people. Four people that are in a battle for their Next Level Cup lives right now. And I'm so proud of them. All of them. Even though some of these people in this thing are like mortal enemies of mine, that's fine. I, it's fine. Look, the the lowest scoring team in the Final Four in the first leg... Scored 114. 0.78, I might add. That's insane. The lowest scoring of the four was basically one fifteen. And then they lost their matchup to a 118. And then the other matchup was 126 to 121. This is an insanely good Final Four matchup, quad bracket, breakdown. The next two weeks are going to be crazy because let me tell you, let me let me pull it up here. I wrote it down because you can always trust the sports book. Yeah, I, maybe not. I think you can. Vegas says. Does Vegas? Are they involved in player projections on CBS? I don't know. The sports book says that Tally, currently down by four points, he will make up the four point deficit against Smoke and Blunts, and he will take a nine point lead. That's what the projections on CBS for this week, say, will happen. So Tally, if everything just shakes out chalk, as, as what they say on CBS, Tally will be up by nine. He's currently down by four. So we could see a flip-flop right there. And then on the other side of the bracket, we're seeing the same exact thing. The sports book also says that Booyah should make up his five-point deficit and then take a two-point lead over Fornicators. I don't want that to happen. I want my man Caters to win. I don't want Booyah at Omega. No, sir. No, sir. We got, a, we got a good thing going on in Omega right now, and that's just going to bring us down. I love Booyah, but you know he is not going to attack anybody. He's not going to know what's going on. So we can't let someone just stumble into Omega drunkenly. So go, Caters. Go against the sports book this week. Bet against the sports book. Bet on Caters to beat Booyah again and continue his lead over Buya this week. That's what I want to see. All right. So let's get into playoff probabilities once again. This time I did I did 10 times, 10 times as many simulations as I did last week. 10 million simulations this week. I'm not even fucking lying. I wish I was. I really did 10 million simulations and when I say 10 million I mean 10 million for each level so when I did a simulation it included all the matchups through both levels and we simulated them out all right this is the third week that I've done this Um, and for the most part it's kind of sticking to what we looked at at the beginning which makes me proud it kind of makes me say like hey it worked from the get-go, the percentages that we were talking about from the get-go are pretty accurate, but I will say that there have been some changes. There have been some changes. We're going to run through them real quick, and I'm going to try and make this less confusing. I know I left a few people out last week. Um, I'm going to try and make sure I talk about everyone's potential landing spots, whether it's in or out of the playoffs. And I'm going to make it kind of quick. All right, so we're going to start in the farm because that's where everything should be started until next year when we have that level, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Booyah. Booyah has a 96% chance to be the one seed. He has a 100% chance to make the playoffs. All right. Not news to anybody, really. I think we kind of all... Knew that in last week's report when it said that he had a 91% chance to do those things. All right, that was pretty accurate this week. Now it's a 96% chance at that one seed. Looking at the two seed, who is going to take the two seed? Right here, I'm looking at Saxon the City. Even though I don't believe she's in second right now in the standings, I am calculating a 57% chance that Saxon the City gets that buy, takes that buy away from big ballers, and takes the second seed. That's where the math is. I predict that that will happen. It will be Booyah 1, Saks 2, and those two will have a buy going into the farm promotional playoffs. Uh, in the third spot, so like I said, she's going to be bumping Big Ballers out of that buy. so I'm going to slot him in at three. Big Ballers is going to have about, let me add up all the different things because it could go a few different ways. Uh, He has a small chance to go all the way up to one, but I don't think that's happening, a 1% chance. If I add these together, it looks like over a 50% chance Big Ballers is going to take that three spot, slightly over 50%. Um, Big Ballers has an 89% chance to make the playoffs. There is like that 11% chance where he ends up in the seventh seed, and I don't know how that happened in the simulations. I mean, that's a lot of simulations wound up that way. You know, uh, that's a lot. 11% chance to fall that far. There's no, it's a level win thing. It's all it can be because big ballers doesn't have a chance at, at the fifth seed, a 0% chance almost. Uh, and, and 5% at six. So yeah, it's a, it's a level win thing. There are people beneath him that have better level wins. So if he doesn't get fourth, he's out. All right. So I'm going to put it on big ballers to be third seed, third seed for big ballers. Pretty good. Year two. All right fourth seed, very important fourth seed. So the fourth seed is the last one in on wins. So it's kind of tricky how to predict this one, but this one is in this instance is kind of easy. In this instance, we're looking straight at hanging with Hernandez, hanging with Hernandez with a 43% chance to be in actually, no, even higher than that. We're looking at uh, an 80% chance to be in the fourth spot. Uh, Cause she does have a decent shot at third, but that's only if Big Ballers goes up to two. There's a few things that like have to happen, so people could go a few different ways, but I'm kind of combining those into the more logical landing place um, and that the most logical landing place for Hanging with Hernandez will likely be fourth, the fourth seed. Um, not bad. Hanging with Hernandez has had a couple of bad years. That's awesome that this could be, this could be the start of something. You know, she'll be in that wild card round against one of these level win jokers. So let's get into the level wins. Who would she be playing against? She'd be playing against the fifth seed. So the fifth seed right now, what I'm looking at, uh, hmm. let me just make sure. I don't want to, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I think the fifth seed is going to be caters fornicators right now looking at a <laughs> over a 70% chance right around 69. All right. Yeah. Splash. Sixty nine percent chance at the fifth seed right now. That's a level win guy right there. That's a consistency guy. Consi- I don't think he's been that great. No offense, Caters. This season in fantasy, he's always good at the sports book. We've been saying it this year, but I think that this is is a is a nod is a nod to some consistency. So he's going to probably at least snag that fifth spot. Uh, and and he would face off against hanging with Hernandez in the first round. I think Cater's could take that. I think he could. And the 4-5 goes up against the 1. So it could be up against Booyah again in the semifinals. That is an amazing timeline that I got to see play out. Cater's could just crush Booyah into the dirt. It's all right in front of him. It's all right in front of him. All right. Final playoff spot in the farm. Final playoff spot. And I got to tell you, it's kind of close. It's kind of close. It is whew, Coheeds. Coheeds is going to take the sixth seed in the farm in all likelihood, in all likelihood. And when I say in all likelihood, it's probably about a 70% chance. About a 70% chance, and then I'm going to put it at about a 30% chance that Joe Gabagool could steal it from him. So if C- if Coheeds doesn't do it, Gabagool is gonna take it. That's it. Everyone else is out. That's me too. I'm out too. After Gabagool, we got Tutty's, Shreddy, Four Fingers, Buddy Danger. All of those people out, out. I'm out with the new guys: Joe, Gabagool, Shreddy, Tutty's, me. We're just, we're just out. I guess, I guess that's where my skill level lands is that of a brand new member of the farm. Just circling the drain. All right. And then the final two spots in the farm would go to holding court in 11th and 12th Newcomb. Sorry, Newcomb. Second year for him. Uh, big baller looking quite different in his second year all the way up in third. And we got Newcomb down here in 12th. So we do have a relegation tournament that acts out the relegation. It doesn't actually relegate anyone yet. I don't think you want to get the, the farm AOL. It's an embarrassing thing. Ask holding court. I think she's had it recently. So she's back with a buy in the, in the AOL farm. Not fun. All right. But I think this goes to Nukem. I think he's going to check out. That's just me. That's my guess. Nukem. I think he's going to check out, man. And you know what? I think you got to, when you're in this spot, when you're in the farm AOL and you're just trying to think like, why am I doing this anymore? What am I, why am I in this shit? You got to just be happy to, to be on the food chain at all, that's how I like to look at it. That's how I convinced myself during Covid that moving into the farm would be fine. Just be happy to be on the food chain at all. It's a fun food chain. I mean you you guys are getting eaten annually, but it's still fun, right? playing the Hunger Games like we do. All right, so that's the farm playoffs. Pretty exciting. All right, so I think really what we're looking at right now is it It could be the battle for that buy between Sacks and Big Ballers. That's a big thing right now. Um, I think Hanging with Hernandez, Fornicators, and Coheeds are all kind of locked in right there, so I think they'll be safe. Uh, and then we're looking at uh, the only... Well, I shouldn't have said Coheeds. The only thing that could happen there is Coheeds could swap with Gabagool. So those are your things that you're looking for, really. Sacks, uh stealing the buy from big ballers and maybe Gabagool stealing six seed from coheeds. That's, that's it. So maybe find some fun in the next level cup, the uh, farm major too. All right, same level, playoff odds, terrible tally. 100%. 100% at the number one seed. That means he has a 100% chance at the playoffs. Quick math. All right, so let's just move on from that. He can put his feet up. Um, these are the times, though. These are the times where someone, are, they're going to overthink things. They're going to overthink their matchups. They're going to try and pre-plan their pre-planning, you know, one of those deals. That's it's a dangerous place to live. Um, now, talking about things to look forward to, like Not really sure how it's going to shake out right now. And I think I got to give it to the second seed. The second seed in same level is going to be, I mean, there's a few fringe chances other other people could maybe come up here, but it's going to be either high decibels or blitzed. That's it. It is 46% chance for high decibels, 43% chance for blitzed. And I'm going to give the nod to high decibels on my prediction. I predict high decibels will take this from Blitzed. I know that sounds like a slim, uh, razor thin edge right there, 46 to 43. And then if, you, if, I, if I keep scrolling to the right, the three seed, uh, they each have equal percentage chances there, 27%. And then the four seed, they each have equal percentage chances there at 15%. But here's where it gets a little different the fifth seed, high decibels has a, 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 an 11% chance to have the fifth seed, where Blitzed has a 0% chance. So that's, again, Level wins, so again, it's just painting the picture to me that high decibels has been a more consistent team, be it ten percent more consistent, whatever the case is. It's still a metric that has been measured over the course of however many weeks we're talking about so far, and it's 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 showing up in this ten million simulation parlay, you know, uh, 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 code that we wrote. It's just, uh, I think that is what gives high decibels the nod for the second seed. High decibels will take the buy. Blitz will take third, and he'll be happy with it. So Blitz will be in third. So then we go over to fourth, and fourth is kind of interesting because this person actually has, you know, a maybe twenty percent chance to take the third away from Blitz and push him even further. Um, so this person is solidly, I think, in fourth, and that is Bapes. I think Bapes is going to take the fourth seed, um, and and good for her. Good for her because um, I even though she does kind of have a decent level breakdown, if she didn't get the fourth, she'd probably fall to sixth. Um, that's okay because Danger Crazy is going to take the fifth seed. Uh, and Danger Crazy has a great level breakdown. Um, he's got a slight chance, maybe a 20, let's call it 23% chance to go up into the top four, but a 62% chance to be that fifth seed after Bapes. So the first round playoff matchup would be Bapes versus Danger Crazy. Um, And then we would have Blitzed in third and he would face off against the sixth seed. And in this case it gets a little weird folks. It gets a little weird. I saved this for the end for a reason because I'm looking just at the numbers. All right. Numbers don't lie. Ball don't lie. Buddy don't lie. It's going to be Smoking blood. 44% 44% all right that's not a huge percentage chance but if I add in the chances of him being in fifth seed we're looking at a 57% chance for Smoke and blunts to make the playoffs and it will all likelihood be in that sixth seed now here's the crazy part if he doesn't get into the sixth seed in all likelihood he will be in 12th that is crazy. Someone is going to either definitely be in 12th or jump all the way to 6th. And the reason is, bro, level wins. Level wins. He's got 69 level wins right now. That is... It's, Splash. That's something to write home about, I think. 10 foot is currently 70 level wins. And you tell me. You tell me whose team is hotter right now. Who acquired more assets in those recent trades like assets for now assets for right now it it was smoking blunts it was smoking blunts this this could be historically a wild ending so I am going to put smoking blunts in sixth so who is the person that gets shafted who's the person that gets bumped right out and it's going to be 10 foot 10 foot in all likelihood in my mathematical models will not make the playoffs this year. He will be in seventh. He will be in seventh, followed by AOL for life in eighth. In eighth seed. That's what's going to go down. Now, it gets kind of murky. I can't really add up the percentages here because it's a few different things, but I'm putting them in order. But I'm putting those things... I mean, 10-foot has a the spreadsheet is just getting so big. 10 foot has a 50% chance to make the playoffs. He does. So I will, I'm not going to write him off, but it's, it's an all likelihood going to be a little higher. 10 foot has a chance to be in two, three, or four. He could make noise. If he wins out, he needs wins. He has a very, very much slimmer chance to take it from danger, crazy or smoking blunts on level wins. And that's because we wait these simulations. That's what we did. We weight the simulations on like how you done recently. And in this run through, I considered the last four weeks much greater than the previous four weeks before that, which were greater than the four weeks before that. Pretty simple. So if you've done well over the past month, which Blunts has, then you're predictions and and probabilities in these 10 million simulations were better than those who have not done well recently you know I mean it's still taking into account what you did in week one but just a lot less of it a lot less of it much more of what you just did so after those guys we're looking at munching on bunching um let me make sure I got this in the right order though yeah yeah munching on bunching followed by followed by Proper football. All right. So those guys, uh, they're, they're going to battle it out. Munchin and Proper will battle it out with AOL for life and 10 foot in the first round of the AOL. Whew, man, that sounds exciting. That sounds exciting. Who's going to get the buy? Oh, no. Oh, goodness gracious. Big TDs, the one that just got promoted to the same level as probably going to be in the 11th seed and take that first buy and have to face off against, I believe it would be Proper or Munchin or yeah, I don't know how it works in the bracket. It's my It's I don't know. I don't know. The other person, 12th, is going to be Gone Deep. And I just heard from him recently in Slack. He said, quote, how much more of this shit? And I, you know, I'm going to say the same thing I said about the farm and Nukem uh, uh, up there. You know, you should just be Happy to be on the food chain at all, man. Just be happy. But now I've talked to you about how it's going to go, right? I think mathematically we did we did this crazy uh, large database pull basically to pull all these numbers together. And I am telling you this is what the numbers are saying. Now, some of this is like really close to 50% and I'm kind of leaning one way or the other. But that's how you do things. Again, 50%. in America. But I want to get my big old crystal balls out, and I want to predict what is going to happen after the playoffs begin. <laughs> Greetings. All right, mere mortals. The League of Levels, it is I, the ancient and all-seeing seer of schmeckles. And I'm here to unveil the mysteries of your fantasy football future, so gather round as I gaze into my big old mystical crystal balls clouded with the fog of uncertainty in the mist of destiny. And oh man, I see visions, visions of the weeks to come, the stars are aligning and the fates They whisper secrets of triumph and despair, so let's see what the chaos can reveal. Oh my goodness, I'm looking in my balls right now, and first thing, I behold a tale of big TDs, once fallen, now rising like a phoenix from the ashes of a week one eliminator mistake. You mark my words, she will be the one to claim the second round of the challenge. Her selections are swift and decisive. She will earn a true victory from the jaws of initial defeat. That's nice. Ah, and then there's, I'm, I'm looking in them here. It's big ballers. He's a warrior destined for, well, eventual greatness. And I see him soaring to the playoffs as the third seed and triumphing over coheeds in a dramatic wildcard clash that sees Christian McCaffrey lose both of his arms in a horrible tank top accident. But beware for big ballers journey ends in the shadow of sacks in the city. A battle he can't win, even though he always does. That's weird. Who is, what is this? Is that Fornicators? Fornicators, a name whispered in the winds of fate, he shall rise not once, but thrice. Winning Major two and defeating Booyah, both in the Next Level Cup and the Farm Semifinals. A triple victory is a rare feat indeed, and he gets to maintain control of Battle Jack's retreat as a reward. Wow. That is special. Wait, I see a group of people here, a big old group, the New Bloods, Joe Gabagool, Shreddy Four Fingers, Tutties, and hold on, who, is that me? Is that, is that Buddy Danger? Oh, I see us all dancing close to that farm abyss, yet by some twist of fate, we all narrowly escaped the clutches of last place. How did we do that? Oh. Nukem, a tale of loss. Oh, man, his fate already sealed. While holding court revels in his downfall. A story of inevitability, I suppose. Well, at least I'm safe. Oh, wait, here it is. Here, What is this? This is what we've been looking for. The same level, future. And I see... Wait, I barely see it. It's real little. It's a 10-foot little person. A ah, consistent player he is. Yet this year, the stars are not in his favor. He will miss the playoffs by just a nut hair. His spot usurped by smoking blunts who then reveals the true nature of blitz roster in a stunning first round upset wow blunts is gonna win a playoff game but alas his triumph will be short-lived for he shall face a crushing defeat at the hands of high decibels in the semifinals a tale of hubris and downfall he'll stay in the same level but his draft capital has been castrated and there we have it terrible tally. He's all the way at the top enjoying a moment of respite. He will face an unexpected twist though when Tyreek Hill's legs, a crucial part of his strategy, will fail him, leading to a dual defeat in both the semifinals and the next level cup final against Fornicators. And finally the grand finale where High Decibels, the defending champion, falls in an epic clash against Bapes. Defeated and losing the hammer by a mere 0.02 points. Oh no. We have a great show for you today. Big Ballers is here. Don't forget to leave a voicemail 407 900 5305, and we will be right back with more LOL (laughs) shows.
1: Welcome to Madame Jen's fortune telling.
3: Is there love in my future?
1: Yes. I see a beautiful Sorrento, only 1888. Wow. I see Kia's power to surprise ten-year 100000 mile limited warranty. She
3: sounds beautiful.
1: Yes. And if you bring home $250 a week, your credit is approved. Guaranteed?
3: How do I find her? Go to Shiny Mission Kia. Ooh, what's that?
1: Yeah. I'd probably
2: invest in some car seats. And we're back. It's another episode, another edition of Chatting with the Masters. And this time we've got another, I think, soon-to-be master. Honestly, I think, honestly, between me and you, the listeners, I think this guy's a fucking ringer. We're going to get into that, but we have none other than the man, Big Ballers. What's going on, man? What's up, Big Ballers? (laughs) What's up, buddy? I uh, I'm excited to have you. Uh, let's just start real quick with who who you are in relation. I think people are familiar with the with the name Big Ballers. They're familiar with Randy Marsh and the uh, the wheelbarrow with the gigantic testicles. Classic, uh, yeah, classic
0: episode.
2: Definitely a classic episode. Where we relate that to you through uh, your your CBS logo. Uh, but but uh, who who are you related to? How did you find your way into the LOL?
0: Yeah, so um, I was invited by my sister, Sax in the City,
2: last year. <laughs> okay, right, there it is. Um,
0: I think they've been trying to get me in the league, uh, and I was, I don't know how it really came about, but they're just randomly one day, like, hey, you want to join the league? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like I was already in another league, and I was like, already the fantasy, so I was like, why not?
2: So how did they how did they describe it to you? I guess it was it was blitz end sacks were were describing the league to you. What, what were they saying about it? Was it were they saying this is going to be different than what you you're used to?
0: I think they were pretty vague at first. I think they didn't want to overwhelm me. They're just like, hey, join this league. And then like later on, they're at this temporary house because they were like moving or about to move to uh, Colorado, right? And they had me over and like they were explaining they pulled up the google doc and like we're explaining all the <laughs> every you know everything and i was like whoa overwhelming yeah <laughs> and i like i had to look at it like multiple times i still don't really understand a lot of it because i have like not done that anymore like i i'm like kind of just learning as i go kind of
2: um okay so but, so i yeah. you know what i feel like you're lying but we'll get to that in a second i feel like you aren't just learning I, th- I think you know what you're doing but let's let's talk about your name before we back up real quick so big ballers all right it's it's a I I get it. I get it. Big ballers. We got a couple other bigs in in the league here. Uh, But I don't know if you remember this. I guess it wasn't that long ago. But do you remember that you actually attempted two other team names before you landed on big ballers? Do you remember (laughs) what those were? (laughs)
0: I, I remember one of them was like you. You send me an email and you're like, you can choose an username like this. And he like gave me like three examples and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll pick Big TD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so you did I was that. Like, That's a really awesome fantasy name. Like hell yeah,
2: you did that. I and I just was like I. I I, I do this all the time at work, like where I say something and someone comes back with an answer that I completely was not expecting at all. And it makes me question how I word things. And And you actually started out with Maddie Ice Season. And that's hysterical in and oh, of itself. Dude,
0: that was the other one. I didn't even want to mention that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, because that was a bad season. So you, you started out with Maddie Ice Season last year. And I wrote you back and I said, hey, just FYI. This is a permanent team name. You might want to have something that, you know, can last a little longer than the guy, obviously, in his final season. Uh, and then you said, and I gave you those examples, and you said, okay, I'll be big TDs. And I was like, man, I don't think so. And then you actually came up with big ballers. So, you know, you kept a little bit of that there. You're still the big guy. All right. But anyways, I just wanted to check and see if you remembered that part of your name uh, of creation there. I think that's a, a nice little story there.
0: With the natty nice thing, it could have gone like really epically, or could have been like a complete failure. And I'm glad it like was a complete failure, and I like didn't choose the name because that would have been embarrassing to like have that name
2: forever. Embarrassing forever, almost as as embarrassing as fornicators or uh, uh, smoking blunts. Like those are embarrassing team names because now it's like who the fuck who cares about Legarrette Blunt nowadays? But anyways, let's take (laughs) it back. Let's take it way, way, way back, and I'd like to know a little bit more about Big Ballers. Back when he was just a little ball, uh, and so where did where did little ball where did little ball grow up before he became big baller?
0: Um, I've been in uh, Indy my whole life, so like oh, am Sorry, um, yeah, not a whole lot. Don't we call it Nap Town? No, it's you like,
2: don't. You're not allowed to call it Nap Town, bro. I'm from Annapolis, Maryland, the original Nap Town, and that's where High Decibels uh, is from. Uh, we were first. We were literally the nation's capital before Washington, D.C. was. like, And then here you guys For come true. with Naptown. That's true. ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean,
0: I don't know. But I guess our Naptown is a little like less cool than your guys' because we like, I call it Naptown because it's like people are taking naps all the time. So like, there's nothing to
2: do. It's funny that you say that because I have a shirt that I got in Annapolis, Maryland, and it just says Naptown on it because I like to represent Annapolis, Maryland. And I was walking through the airport on my way home last year, last summer from Annapolis, Maryland, and the TSA agent looked at me and said, Naptown, I wish I could go there right now. And then they pretended to take a nap. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? Dude, does no one know that's an actual place? But okay. All right, so you grew up in Indianapolis, and then I assume that you, you know, grew up a a Colts fan, a Pacers fan, everything, Indy 500 maybe, you're into all that local stuff?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, like, I'm like more of a Colts fan than anything else, but yeah, the 500 is like such a fun event, and I go to the area, I've been like three or four times. Really? Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's a great time. Yeah,
2: I am interested in the Indy yeah. Five Hundred. I live in Orlando, which is just I could I could get to the Daytona Five Hundred in like thirty minutes if I wanted to, but I have no interest in that. That just seems like uh, a fuck show. But the but the F the S series or the show. Indy Five Hundred seems amazing. It seems actually fun.
0: Well, it's like a fuck show in terms of like traffic and stuff. True, like I live right by the track, and like forget about driving anywhere that day because it's like like hours of traffic traffic before the race and like hours of traffic after the race and they like make everyone turn right and like they shut down the interstate like it can only go out you know what I mean so like it's crazy but I I don't understand
2: the whole economy behind those races is it blows my mind because yeah the Daytona International Speedway is I'm assuming a similar size to what you guys have for the Indy 500 track and they don't do very much else. Like the whole rest of the year, they'll have like uh, one it, big concert. I don't know how.
0: I don't know how it compares but the five hundred is the largest and the really. I think it's like a two mile track.
2: Damn. So what uh, do they do anything else like the rest of the year with that thing?
0: Yeah, they do also. I mean, not a really actually not really a whole lot, but they do like motocross, I, I think, and like the Brickyard four hundred and. Uh, None it's of this, mostly during you know, like. I don't this, see it. I don't.
2: I don't see any money there. I don't know how these fucking tracks make money. They it costs so much money to maintain these tracks, and then they do shit like that. I don't know, man. I don't know. But that's all right. So that's cool. At least you had. It's that. huge.
0: It's like huge. Like it's the greatest. It's. I think it's the most. Like it has the most seating capacity of any sporting event in the world.
2: That makes sense. Obviously, it's. It is a gigantic track. There's plenty of space for for seats. That's just nuts, though, man. It's too many people. For me, but I am interested. I am interested in the Indy 500. Maybe someday. Maybe you'll hook me up with a ticket sometime. So, anyways, you should
0: probably do it before you die. Yeah, I should probably consider
2: that. So, you you grew up there, and then you uh, you're you're still there, I believe. Correct.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not still here. yet.
2: So, did you go to school in Indianapolis? Like I did. College? I
0: went to. Yeah, I went to. Well, I went to Ben Davis High School, and I went to uh, IPY and Butler as well. You went to uh, Butler, but I actually. For a year, yeah, and then I dropped. Like, basically, I dropped out and lived at uh, Saxon uh, Blitz house. <laughs> they t- took me under their wing.
2: So, what were you studying that that you know uh, that made you drop out? Uh,
0: business. Oh like yeah, fuck fin- that. Noise. Finance. I know. <laughs> and then I was like, this is stupid. Like, I don't want to be wearing a suit the rest of my life. And no. then I was like, and then actually, Blitz was like. He said, "Hey, you should like think about being like a web developer." And I was like, "I didn't know anything about it." And I, th- I think I was like in my early twenties at the time. And it, I just kept studying and I kept taking classes at IAPY. And I just I really like pursued it. And now I work as a web developer.
2: All so. right, so that. <laughs> oh. And news to me. Blitz, you know what? This is a strike on you, Blitz. If I could find you speckles, I would for this. I didn't know that you're a web developer. So how how long have you been doing it? And like what do you do? Like on a what's a daily what's a what's the work life for big ballers?
0: I work from home, which is like what, what my goal was. Like I yeah. like I mentioned earlier, I don't want to wear a suit every day and I wear basketball shorts every Man, day. So same level. Cool. <laughs> I mean, so uh it's just like the the comfort and the ease of working from home is great and i I know it's like a lot of people and it didn't start that way it's my first job yeah and i was in the office for a month and i got my job like in 2020 (laughs) and then (laughs) so we all know what happened there but um and they just never asked us to
2: come back so well, that's nice. Yeah, same sort of for us. I, I started working from home a couple of years before COVID. I am also a web developer. But I so what are you? Are you a? This is probably slightly boring for most of the audience. But are you a front end guy? Are you a back end guy? What are you? What are you doing? What are you developing? Let me guess. Are you a React developer?
0: I wish. I mean, I wish. I know that's kind of cliche or whatever, but I I, I just want to learn a modern framework because my company doesn't use that, and it's like kind of like we we're on an old tech stack and our client, like it's all about the client and what they want. Like they, they would never like fork over the money and the man hours to like rewrite our code base and stuff. So it's, I am i don't know. I'm kind of thinking about looking for other jobs. Are you
2: still in, yeah. are you still just mostly developing in JavaScript or are you using something different?
0: We, yeah, we, well at my job, we use JavaScript and we're actually still on jQuery and uh, we use uh from markup
2: we use xml i feel you man i mean i think it was just a i right before you joined the league the last version of the league of levels website was running on that same tech stack um and it wasn't until oh, yeah it. so yeah i get it I, I totally get the jquery thing it was a hard thing to kick i mean bootstrap just kicked anyways we're down a, a fucking rabbit hole already nobody cares about But that's awesome so <laughs> I feel like I, you and I should DM after this, and, and you should be helping me on the League of Levels website, because Blitz ain't fucking doing it. You no, know,
0: I actually was going to ask you, like, do you have, like, a on github because they could like submit a pull request or something you know they... i did
2: i did i was keeping that up to date mostly just for blitz and then nobody you know nobody fucking cares so i literally don't update the repo anymore i'm an ftp guy but i will hook you up and now we're, we're this is this is annoying but hey guys we might have someone else that can help us here with all of your nonsense requests that you guys want added to add the website <laughs> this is what we need that's awesome all right so you're doing that and and then you joined lol and now you get to have a work from home life and this nutso Slack channel that we have that runs like 24 hours a day. Like how has that been compared to other fantasy leagues?
0: Oh, it's not I mean, like this is a very active league and that's that's part of the reason I was overwhelmed the first year, which was last year. Um I was like, I'm just trying to learn the rules and like people are like talking all the time and I don't even know who they are, and like <laughs> <laughs> uh and but like i really kind of like came out of my shell i think this year in terms of like just being around the league and um it's been fun. So,
2: yeah, I get it how it's probably like a really weird thing to walk into where it's just like everyone's having this party that you don't understand. Like, why? Why do they keep talking about Jackie Battle? Like, I don't fucking get it. Like, I, I, <laughs> I understand walking into an inside joke. You know, I, I hope to be part of one someday. Uh, but it's just like I always I'd like to ask those people like I did Joe Gabagool a couple of weeks ago. Like, what what is it like from your perspective? You know what I mean? Like, so what would you like tell someone that's entering the league today?
0: Well, I'm thinking I'm about the twelve. Uh, if I can talk. I said I think I can. Uh, I'm gonna tell twelve people this, right? Because we're having a new. League. Yes,
2: we're having a baby.
0: So I get to tell. I get to tell twelve people uh just the. Uh, just uh, read. I mean, obviously, read the Constitution and ask questions thoroughly. yeah, I mean, and if you, I mean, and and also don't be like so. I actually told. Uh, tutties this I said don't like worry about like knowing every little detail like there's so many little details that don't it even matter like for the week to week matchups basically yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. have to like I mean like you you will have the upper hand if you like know everything but it's like not like necessary.
2: No. No I agree. So yeah about Tuddy's. Do you so you're 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 related to Sax. You're the brother of Sax. Uh that's funny. Big balls yeah. are the brother of Sax. Uh, but you're also, I assume. So you do you know you know Tuddy's, correct? And how is he? Who is he in relation to you?
0: Tuddy's Tuddy's is my brother-in-law. Okay, and he's married to to um, our sister, Sexism. me and the sister.
2: Gotcha. All right, all right. So there's a the connection. And are you? Do you know who Gone Deep is?
0: Yeah, he's uh, Jason's cousin, I think.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the crime family is still intact and in as large as it has ever been, even if four to nine inches is gone. Like, this is insane. You guys are all together. You're all in cahoots. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. All right. Let's go back yep. one year. Yep. 2022 you entered the league you said it was intimidating you read through the constitution you figured it out you finished in fourth place bro you finished 19 and 12 fourth place you lost to me in the third place matchup at the very end of the season you lost to danger yeah, I did, yeah. danger crazy the week before he took you out uh as he moved on to the championship round what were your thoughts uh, when you finished in fourth with such a good record uh in your first year
0: I guess I never really gave myself, like, credit. I, I was like, yeah. man, I hope I, I wanted to win, you know? I'm a big baller. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, I had, like, I know a, it was, like, one of the re- the one of the biggest gripes I had with, like, the rules and, like, the Constitution was the keeper system. Like, it, it's unique to me, and, like, i never seen it before, um, and that and ironically like i had like the best probably keeper yes of ever, of anyway. i was about to say because
2: you said that like you were mad about the keeper system but i'm looking here that you had last year you had the ability to keep jamar chase in like the seventh round
0: i know i know i know and that's like I, it felt like unfair so i was like <laughs> i need to like make an amendment to like change this and but like i kept talking to blitz about it and you and Sachs and they're like I don't think anyone's going to vote for that. So.
2: <laughs> I, I like that they're filtering out your ideas. Good. Thank you for that. Yeah. Filter those proposals when they don't, they're not necessary, <laughs> but yeah. So you, you had, you inherited, I believe you may have even inherited gone deep's roster. I'm not hundred percent sure on the legacy there. But the, the options that you inherited, you ended up keeping Jamar Chase last year. Uh, that paid off with the fourth-place finish and the amazing record. You actually almost scored 3,000 points in your first year, which is unheard of. Uh, and then in 2023, this year, you are currently in second place in the farm. You're 16-8, and so you're doing even better than you did last year. You currently have, and I don't think you know this yet because no one has heard the podcast episode, you currently have an 89% chance to make the playoffs and a 38% chance to get a first-round bye. And your likely first-round opponent, if you don't get that bye, your first-round opponent will likely be Coheeds, and you get to play him this week, too. Uh, You're having an amazing year. Before we go over who you kept and who you drafted, what do you think, just off the top of your head, is the the main reason why you're doing so well?
0: The main reason I'm doing well... I think... I mean, part of it was Kirk Cousins was playing really well at the start. True. Um,
2: True. You drafted I, I Kirk Cousins in the seventh, and and now he's on IR.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now he's in IR. And so I, I guess, like, my squad kind of, like, picks up each other's slack. Because, like, I know, like, one game, like, Jamar Chase had, like, four TDs. And, like, another game, like, Devontae Adams had, like, two TDs and a bunch of yards. Um, and like, they have these splash games, but they don't do it again. like, they, (laughs) so yeah, but this last week I actually had a solid group effort where everyone scored like more than 10 points. So you're a
2: fellow, uh, lover of when everyone's in double digits. I too love that. Even if it means that I scored 80 points, I'm like, Hey, look at that. Everybody's got at least 10. I love it. All right. So you can,
0: yeah, yeah, of course. And like, I average, like, I think I, I don't know the facts, but like, I average like 90 to 100 points every week yeah and i'm scared to talk shit and slack and like boast (laughs) about it because (laughs) i see everyone else like getting in the 100 teens, 120s a week i'm like uh i'm like i'm like I can't talk shit because in the playoffs, they're going to roll around. I'm going I'm to
2: get embarrassed. No, no, man. Loud when good is, is a bad thing. It's a bad thing. You need to be loud all the time. All right. So this year, you decided to keep with your options. I don't have your full list of options in front of me. But of your options, you selected Derrick Henry, which, okay. Uh, and you selected Jamar Chase. And obviously, the, the maturity there on the draft round, so you kept Jamar Chase in the sixth. And you had to spend a first round on Derrick Henry. You were the 12th pick, so that's a good spot to be for a first-round keeper. But do you, in hindsight, would you have kept Derrick Henry? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's hard not to. Like, like he, He's, like,
0: not... I mean, he's obviously not what he was, like, two or three years ago, but he's still, like... I mean, he's, and he's older than most running backs, but he's still, like scoring touchdowns so it's like you know Okay. All right. they, they use him in the red zone and stuff. So,
2: so then with the thirteenth pick was probably a, I think a better value. Uh, in the second round was Devonte Adams. That's good. He's been actually turning it around surprisingly there. And in, in, uh, uh yeah, he's on my bench right now. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that sucks. I, I've just seen him pop up on red zone more. I only watch red zone, so I'm seeing his name called out more. You follow that up in the third round with Miles Sanders. Fourth round with Debo Samuel. That's that's nice. Debo in the in the fourth. Jonathan Taylor in the fifth. That's not good now with this week's news. How's that feeling?
0: Yeah, it hurts like his, you know, his thumb, whatever. But he'll be back soon. Like it could be worse. Like it could be a couple of weeks. I mean, it injury. sounds
2: like, you know, if you end up in the spot, you're probably going to end up in in about third seed is my prediction for you. Um, it looks like he might be back in week 15 and that could be good for you. I mean you oh, yeah. you need him in 15. Yeah. You need him in 15. All right. So then after that you got Jamar Chase in the 6th and then like you said you had Kirk Cousins in the 7th. I just don't I don't see how those 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 first seven picks. I don't see how that adds up to 16 and 8, man. That's a
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know, especially the Miles Sanders pick and the what did you say the what I forget, but yeah, Miles Sanders, I ended up dropping him and then I think Sacks took him up off the uh, waiver
2: nuts man nuts i I don't know how you're doing it like i said you did it last year this could just be a jamar chase thing and you're just riding that wave but i don't know i think there's more to it i think that you know what you're doing and uh let's see if we can suss that out a bit in this week's first 15 we're going to jump right into it you know the rules i'm going to ask questions you're going to give me the answers hopefully as fast as you can if not that's okay you can take your time and do you know the rules let's do it all right question number one Andrew Luck retired after the 2018 season. Who was the first post Luck Colts starting quarterback? Brissett. Wow. This this man he said that fast. Oh shit. We Uh-oh. We got a Colts fan. Uh-oh. All right. This is going to be good. All right. All right. So, name the only farm team that you have never beat. Question 2.
0: Um Okay, I beat Booya this year, and he was—I guess he's new to the farm.
2: Right? Okay. Yeah, that's a good—that's a good starting guess. Um, hmm. I'll give you a hint: it's someone that you likely won't be able to beat anytime soon.
0: <laughs> Is it you?
2: No, no, it is not me. No, it's not me. It's actually Big TDs, the name that you wish you had. Uh, the she's been promoted, so you're currently not in the same level as her. She beat you three times last year, and you just you, you oh never, yeah, you never could do anything about it, man. Even with your good year last year, I'm sorry to bring up. Hey, she deserves it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. she got a
2: trophy, man. She's got the little ham. All right, next question. Question number three: How many passing yards did Brian Hoyer have as a Colt?
0: <laughs> Negative
2: ten. <laughs> you know, I should, I should give it to you because you're fucking closer than I thought you'd be. He has seven passing yards as a Colt. All right, he he actually got in. He played in five games. All right, he played in five games. It was a, uh, it was a bad time. You're the destroyer. I don't think you guys like to talk about that. All right, so you are currently historically undefeated against four farm teams. Can you give me two of them?
0: Um, did, I think, well, like, has, does that include new people this year? Yeah, sure. I think tuddy's is one. Yeah. Um, Sax, I, I don't think she's beaten me.
2: That's it. Yeah, you got two right there. Do you? Can you get any more?
0: Uh, okay, who? Uh, I guess probably, no, Joe Gabagool beat me, and I was really mad about that, so. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Um. Yeah, I, can't, I can't. All right, Shreddy Four started.
2: Fingers and Filthy Animals last year. Filthy Animals, oh, undefeated okay, against. Okay. I was surprised though that you're undefeated against Sack. She's got to feel real pissed about that. She brought you into this league. Give her throw her fucking bone.
0: I mean, if the Cowboys keep playing at how they are, she's gonna win the trophy, man. Yeah, the but,
2: but but you've got the Cowboys' defense. I don't know. I don't know. True, true. All right, next question. Question number five. Phillip Rivers and his wife, Tiffany, welcomed another child on October 30th of this year. How many children do they have in total?
0: (laughs) That's a good question. I think they
2: have 10. Damn, you are fucking on fire, dude. Holy shit. You know everything about all the Colts quarterbacks. All right, question number six. Moving on. You're currently projected for the third seed with a possible first-round matchup against Coheed's who do you predict will win the farm this year?
0: Oh, that's so I mean, there's so many people who could, like man, that's a good question. I mean, like I said earlier, like if the Cowboys keep playing and the, like Dak Prescott specifically keeps playing and I think she has C D Lamb too. Yep. Like she could probably win. I'd go I go with sex too. Um, yeah. I, yeah, that's my that's my pick.
2: Booyah is currently sitting on top with the pr- probabilities, but Sacks jumped all the way up into probably going to be second seed. And it's just, yeah, she's on fire right now. All right, next question. Question is, is seven. Is it or
0: her or Booyah? If it, if, that's my second pick, Booyah, because he has a really good squad. And, yeah, um, yeah. And
2: they're going to get a bye. They're going to get a bye. Both of them will have a bye. They'll have an e- easy path, and then it'll just be down to two games. Who can win those final two games? Yeah.
1: All
2: right. True. True. All right. Question seven Carson Wentz. He posted a series of workout photos this August in hopes to land a job. In these photos, he hilariously wore gear from the Eagles, Commanders, and Colts all in the same outfit. Which article <laughs> of clothing was Colts branded?
0: <laughs> He's such a clown. Why'd do he do that? Um gosh. probably his I, I think either his socks or his shoes because oh. he got the double double sprain from Aaron Donald. Oh, that was not, not it. That's
2: no, not it. That's a good guess, but it was close. It was his shorts. He had the Colts shorts on. He was wearing an Eagle's helmet and a commander's jersey. And he also had a big giant Jesus fish tattoo on his arm. Classic Carson Wentz.
0: <laughs> yeah. Him and Riker. Jesus pals.
2: Crazy man. I and he's he's out here killing like Hundreds of ducks every day. I, Carson Wentz is a fucking weirdo. All right. Next question. Question eight. Imagine the very likely scenario where you don't win the championship this year. Who from the same level would you rather have join in the farm more? Smoking blunts or gone deep?
0: <laughs> Smoking blunts because he beat me in the next level. And I was like, oh, my God. Like <laughs> It was like three, three weeks span of like absolute shit and I was like come on guys. He like, has
2: gotten so lucky in that cup man. I don't know how he's doing it. He's in the final four right now. Yeah because like the thing he say he like really doesn't
0: have like any running backs or something and I was like and I even like bet Schmeckles on it and I was like <laughs> oh yeah okay. Oh, <laughs> So that didn't work out for me.
2: No, it didn't. No, I don't know how he's doing it, bro. I don't know how he's doing it, but he still has a chance. He has, like, his biggest probability is to be last place and be in the AOL, but he still, with two weeks to go, has a chance to be, like, in fourth seed. Like, I don't get it. It's it's an insane window. All right.
0: Next wow. question. No, good for him.
2: Matt Ryan infamously lost Super Bowl 51 to the Patriots. How much was the lead that he blew? 28-3. <laughs> and three. All right, that is correct. What was, What's the lead? The lead was?
0: Oh, wait. What was, what was the lead that he played?
2: Yeah, yeah. Quick math. Was, Quick math. Oh. Yes. It was
0: 28, uh, or I don't remember. I don't All know.
2: Right. Yeah, you're probably just confused with my wording here, but I, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. 28 to 3 is a 25-point lead. 25. We're looking for 25. Oh, I,
0: yes, I just didn't understand the question.
2: All right. You'll understand this one. Next question. Question 10. Name three Omega cities.
0: Uh, Ballspire. <laughs> all right. Uh, Toxic Hollow. Damn. All right. And uh, Level Plains.
2: All right. I'll get you. I, I'm a little upset you didn't say Lockshore. And I'm also confused why everyone always says Ballspire first. That's a little Freudian. I don't know. Weird. Big Ballers. Ballspire. Okay. Next question. Question eleven: The last time the Colts played the Commanders was October thirtieth, twenty twenty-two, and the Commanders won seventeen to sixteen. What was Sam yeah, Ellinger's what was Sam Ellinger's QBR in that game?
0: Uh, hmm. I remember that game being really close and like Terry McLaurin like got the clutch. Final second touchdown. That sounds right. Or it wasn't a touchdown. It was like, it was like a one-yard line catch or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I was okay. Sam Ellinger's QBR uh, probably like sixty. Oh, so close, so close. I'll give you one more. Uh,
2: sixty-nine. Oh, he did it, everyone. He did it. Oh, oh my god! All right, there it is. <laughs> All right, fuck. I was back on top, but I I felt like I handed you that one. I felt like I. Ha- All right, next one. Next question. Question twelve. Nick Foles spent two games under center for the Colts. What is his nickname?
0: Uh. I don't know. He was our third string. I don't really know. No, that's too bad, man.
2: It's a good one. It's Big Dick Nick, man. Big Dick Nick. Everybody oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Got to remember Big Dick Nick. All right. We're cruising through these questions. Question number 13. Name one of the Colts quarterbacks. Or I'm sorry. Name the only Colts quarterback that looks like he sells stolen electronics out the back of a van in a grocery store parking lot.
0: <laughs> uh... So, like, basically, who looks the craziest? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say he probably doesn't look the craziest, but Ryan Kelly. Oh, you're going
2: wrong direction, man. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew absolutely looks like someone that would sell a stolen speaker out the back of a van.
0: All right. I don't know. I think Garden Minster Minsu is more of like the type to like live down in a van down by the river.
2: Well, that too, but he's got to, he, he has to make money somehow. And that's where he's selling stolen goods. He just looks like a guy that's dealing in stolen True. goods. I don't know. All right. Next question. F- question 14. I don't know. This might be a theme last week with big TDs. We were doing rap lyrics. Here we go. We're going rap lyrics. Finish this poetic rap lyric from Anthony Richardson. Quote, as a youngin', I ain't never eat no peas. On the field, I'm a saint. I be throwing like... On the field, I'm a saint. Wait, say it again? As a youngin', I ain't never eat no peas. On the field, I'm a saint. I be throwing like... TDs? No, man. Come on. <clears throat> it's right there. It's all alliteration. In the... As a youngin', I ain't never eat no peas. On the field, I'm a saint... I'd be throwing like Drew Brees. Drew Brees, man. Oh,
0: God. That was a layup, and I fucking missed it. Drew
2: Brees, and he never ate peas, man, and he became a quarterback. I'm going to tell Babes next time she tries to give me peas, I'm not fucking eating them. I'm not going to do it. All right. We're on the final question. Holy shit. Question 15. Got to take this seriously. No joking around. All right? And we've been building towards this, and I want you to get this correct. All right? Since Andrew Luck retired before the 2019 season, how many starting quarterbacks have the Colts run into the ground? Hint, we have named them all in the previous questions. <clears throat>
0: uh, well, okay. Uh, one, two, okay. One, two, three, four, five. Uh... Does it count Andrew Luck or not counting Andrew Luck?
2: Not counting Andrew Luck.
0: Five or no? It's been more than that. I don't know. Like six.
2: Oh. You're so close, though, man. The answer is nine. You guys have had nine. Quarterback star Jacoby Brissett, Brian Hoyer, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, oh, yeah. Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger, Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew, Anthony Richardson.
0: Whew! Yeah,
2: that's it's a not mouthful. Been good for
0: us. That's a mouthful. It's been a really bad
2: time to be a Colts fan. It is rough, bro. It's rough. It's you like guys a see? rotating door of QBs. Do you feel like Richardson is the guy? <clears throat> um,
0: um, he saw he, he uh, showed a lot of good signs. Uh, yeah, I think he yeah, I think so.
2: I right, you know, I'm with you. I've got him in Omega and I'm holding on to him. Uh, I think he's good. I think he's got the legs. He definitely he could work He's better on his... than
0: um oh sorry. He's better than uh uh who is the Panthers Bryce Young. Oh yeah. Stroud's having a good year. It just sucks that he got injured cuz like he was looking so good out there and like he got a lot done with his legs, but he also like threw the ball better than what we've seen in college.
2: And, and so. he didn't have Jonathan Taylor. Like I, I felt like he did right. a really good job considering that he had like,
0: one game with Jonathan Taylor.
2: Yeah, I mean, come on. That, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see those two get like oh a full off to work together, and then you know come back at it, and everybody's getting paid and happy, and yeah, that's that's exciting. All right, final segment of chatting with the masters is spread spread total you know the rules two picks of spread variety and then one over under you get to go first so what is your first spread pick of the week big ballers
0: um i use the espn app i don't know if it's different for but um
2: i'll allow it
0: i i'm taking the colts minus one against the uh who are we playing again the titans
2: all right, yeah, I I hate the Titans. I think they suck. I've got uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Wish he would fucking do something. Like uh, the Titans are garbage. Will Levis is garbage. Good good call. What's the spread on that again? One and a half. Uh, one one. Okay. All right. And they're and the Colts are getting the points or giving the points. Or
0: they're minus one.
2: All right. Yeah. I mean, I we'll see. We'll see. Is Gardner Minshew back in there again?
0: Uh he is and we have uh Moss instead of Taylor, obviously. Right. Um but Moss just like went off last time we played the Titans. Okay. So it just seemed like a easy pick for me.
2: Easy pick, he says. All right, get your schmeckles up, everybody throw it down on the Colts this weekend. I'm gonna go with Dallas minus eight and a half versus Seattle. So Dallas at home. Dallas at home this year has been insane. Get these scores. This is Dallas at home this year. 30, 38, 43, 49, 45. Dallas is nuts. It's the reason why Sachs is doing so well. It's partially the reason why you're doing so well. You've got their defense. I don't think eight and a half is a lot uh, for Dallas to cover at home. So give me them minus eight and a half versus Seattle. I almost took
0: that, but. For ESPN, it's
2: nine and a half. Oh, oh! You got to use the old legal level sports book. We've got a better line I, for it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. I guess give I me, did we read that in the Constitution.
2: <laughs> <laughs> give, give me your next spread pick.
0: Um, next spread pick. I think I took the Lions minus four.
2: Lie. Ly- all right. So you think they're going to recover the from Saints. recover from the disaster on Thanksgiving that that was?
0: That just seems so unchar- uh, uncharacteristic to me. So, uh, Is it, though? They're a good team. They've
2: been failing on Thanksgiving for decades, man. Like, I feel well, like... Was... I, my
0: friend and my other league sent this thing on whatever, on Twitter or whatever, and it was like... Uh...
2: Sir, it's called X now. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Elon. <laughs> um, basically, it was like something to do with, like, every Thanksgiving for the past 20 years, had the moon was a waning gibbous
2: oh shit i heard about this
0: so that meant that they're gonna lose again
2: yeah it <laughs> happened something. again the so. fucking moon got them the waning gibbous <laughs> Gib what is, <laughs> who names that shit god scientists are high all right so you gave me your second spread pick i'm gonna give you my second spread pick i'm gonna go with the rams my Rams, my old Rams, I used to be a lifetime fan. Minus three and a half versus the Browns. The Rams are back, baby. Stafford is on fire. Ask babes about him right now. I feel like the Rams have got it going on right now. Even without Cooper Cup lighting it up, the Rams are doing it. They're doing it, man. Rams minus three versus I know. I was
0: about to say, Cup only had like 20 yards last game. Oh, fucking cool. But they're me. getting it done with like Puka and their other random wide right receivers.
2: And the and the running back guy, who is that? Like, ah. Uh, uh, That the running back that they've got on the Rams is amazing, amazing. Who's the Acres? No, no, it's definitely not Acres. It's a new young guy, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he he fucked me up last week. I think it's I think he's on Tally's team in the same level. I don't know. Someone's screaming at their podcast right now. Don't
0: really watch the Rams. I know they they played the Colts this year, but I guess I don't remember who all their stuff.
2: All right, give me your over under pick of the week.
0: Uh okay, my uh I'm going to take under. I don't remember the what it is. You probably can tell me, but it's the Steelers Cardinals.
2: Steelers Cardinals. Well, I, you know what? I don't really need to pull it up. I'll pull it up later. What's the reasoning here?
0: I just think Kenny Pickett is a terrible quarterback and like the Cardinals also are having a really bad year, and I think it was like 41 points, so like yeah, I don't know. It, it would probably be one of those games yep. where the Steelers have a pretty good defense. So, like, the Cardinals won't score any points. And then the King Pickett's not good. So,
2: Kyler Murray, X Factor here, could be a 2XP weekend on Call of Duty. Fuck everything up. It is an over under of 41.5. I would probably, you said under, I would probably go with that too. I, I don't think they're going to hold hold up that many points this week.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: All right, my over-under pick of the week is so good. I forgot it. Let me pull it back up. Oh yeah, that's right. Miami versus Washington. Under forty-nine and a half. Are you fucking kidding me? Like they're I know that this happened last week to me and big TDs, she went with the over for Washington on the Thanksgiving day game against Dallas. And I thought it was stupid because Washington can't put up the points and guess what happened? They didn't need to because Dallas put them all up for them. Um, that's the only <laughs> way that that's going to happen here. Miami's going to have to score 50 for this to go over. So I am going to take the under 49 and a half on Miami, Washington.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, Terry McCord might actually get, you know, do something and, Yeah. Miami obviously put up 70 and like 50. And so, yeah, they could probably do
2: it. All right. So uh, that is our spread spread total segment. I'm going to I'm going to pull up the at some point this year. I'm going to tally up all these and figure it out. But I am just I started losing a lot and I just started getting really sad about it. So I don't think about it much anymore. So at some point I'll figure it out. But anyways, before we get out of here, I did want to have a quick you know exit interview real quick and just like pick your brain for a second and and just like what would you tell a brand new level that is entering the league obviously we went over like you're going to tell them uh constitution give give me the advice that you would give to a new player in uh, a third level that we add outside of you know Read the Constitution. What would you say? Hey, this you got to do this if you want to succeed in the LOL.
0: It's not like it's not like other fantasy leagues. Like you, um, like for example, there's no tight ends. Like that's a, such a big rule. Like that would normally be there. Yeah. Or kickers even. Yeah. Um. So, I guess
2: roster construction. Yeah.
0: You really have to just. It's I guess part of it's luck, but part of it's just like know, picking up who knowing who to pick up waivers and like throughout the season. But a lot, of, I think most of it is draft. Um, yeah, and you'd have to um, pick the best of each category. Uh, obviously, that sounds easy and simple, but that's, that's what you gotta do.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just I, I feel like my my advice would be to just try and block out the noise, uh, and there's because there's so much noise in the LOL. We're very loud, um, and I think yeah, just put those ho- horse That's blinders on, and just you know try to 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 mix it up when you can, but just try to ig- ignore a lot of the a lot of the discussion because I feel like we go off into these tangents and arguments and th- that's probably when it gets most confusing for you guys. I can't imagine what it was like for you last winter when we were all at each other's throats about level wins. And you're like, well, what the fuck is this about like that? That's when you need the horse blinders on when you're not paying attention to that shit.
0: And don't be too hard on yourself. That's the other thing. Like, cause you, you will, there will be times where you don't know what, That people are talking about and you have to like just um you can either ask the question or just like read about it yourself or yeah or learn by doing like that's how i learn a lot of the stuff now is like i just i do something wrong and and then someone tells me and i'm like okay
2: i mean that does that not remind you of how it works to be a a (laughs) front-end web developer like that's that's how we do it, right? You just fucking...
0: Yeah, you just fail over and over until it works. And yeah.
2: And eventually, you'll figure it out iterate, how to center... To you'll center that yeah. div, and you'll be like, fucking figured it out. And then you'll try to do it again later, and you're, you'll forgot all over again.
0: That's why I can never have, like, an important job, like a heart surgeon or something, because, like... <laughs> you can't no. really fuck up a heart surgery. I don't see you can, like, <laughs> kill someone. So like,
2: <laughs> no, no. But I, I,
0: I like being able to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like I, I can like literally discard all the code that's fucked up and then start over if I need to.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's basically me every August when I'm trying to fire up the LOL website again. I got to basically start over from scratch. A piece of shit. But anyways, I'm excited to have you in. Now that I know that you're a web developer, thanks a lot, Blitz. I'm gonna I'm gonna be picking your brain as soon as tomorrow so yeah look out everyone we've got another web developer we're gonna get some more fucking shit done man i'm excited about that hell
0: yeah all
2: right i appreciate your time this week big ballers i wish you the best of luck i do personally predict that your sister sax is gonna win the farm this year but i i'm rooting for you man i am rooting for you i hope you're up there i hope you end up against her in the final
0: that would be epic and then we would have, like, something to talk about every Thanksgiving.
2: (laughs) I appreciate your time this week, big ballers. Good luck, man.
0: All right. Later. Later. That's Isadora, the fortune
2: teller. She sees into the future. But can she see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? It's got... Check the globe, Stargazer. There's swirls of cinnamon sugar on every bite. A most telling part of this balanced breakfast. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the taste you can see. For a limited time, you can get a full version DVD of the Muppets Take Manhattan, Buddy, Bear in the Big Blue House, or Jackie Chan Adventures. One free inside these specially marked boxes of General Mills. And we're back. Oh, man, what an interview. Holy shit. I did not know literally anything about Big Ballers before that other than his last name in real life. And then I knew, like, the association. And so I feel like, fuck, man. I learned so much about Big Ballers. These, I think two of my favorite interviews in Chatting with the Masters so far have been, uh, uh, I was going to say Shreddy. Uh, But I haven't had a chance to talk to him. I tried. I did. I tried. Shreddy. I'm trying, bro. No, it was Joe Gabagool. I thought that was like so enlightening to have like a new person come in and be like, where have you fucking been on my life? And then again, big ballers. I feel like it was just the same thing as Joe Gabagool. Like we have so much in common. These guys aren't going anywhere. They're not. So when we we build this next level, I know when they invite people, they're going to be just like them. Just like them. And it's just going to keep all just like them all the way down. Nah, I'm so excited, man. That was so cool. He's a fucking web developer blitzed. What the hell sacks? Who the fuck's going to tell me these things? If you know someone that can help us and is interested in helping us, he asked for a pull request. Come on, man. I wish I would have known. All right. So speaking of the website, one of the biggest things that we added to the website this year, some of you hate it. Some of you like it. It's not 50 50 like America. But Omega has been a hit with those of us that are involved. The 10 of us that are in there have been into it. It's been wild. Uh, And Tuesday morning, those of you that don't know, you probably do, but you pretend that you don't know. Uh, Tuesday morning is open attack for winners. If you win the week, whatever your matchup was, you get to attack any of the losers. Pretty easy, right? It happens at 930 a.m. That's when it opens up. That's when you can hit refresh on the homepage and it goes from, you know, like a little text box into a drop down where then you can actually select an opponent. It shows you there uh, how, how much it's going to penalize you for the travel, how far you have to go. So you're kind of weighing how good is this person versus do I want to take a nine point hit just to try and face them? I'd rather face off against someone closer. Anyway, you get to do this on Tuesday morning and typically you get one and then a couple hours later boom boom and maybe another that, that you know that night or whatever but this week it was i think 3 in less than 24 seconds boom 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 and then the fourth one came in just a 2 minutes later all of a sudden four out of the five winners had already attacked in less than 5 minutes like that was just amazing to me, I think it was just like a a, a reason to celebrate that Omega is, is winning. Omega is working, and I don't think it's going anywhere next year. We're going to probably add a bunch of shit to it, and everyone that isn't already involved is going to try to get involved and just be like, fuck yeah, slop them up. Slop them up in Omega. So let's talk about Omega real quick, real quick. 10 teams in Omega, slightly different playoff schedule for Omega. So for Omega, only four teams make the playoffs, and and the playoffs are only two weeks. So there's an extra regular season week. So if you're wondering why we haven't been saying, oh, two weeks left until Omega playoffs, it's because it's three. There are three weeks until the Omega playoffs start. and Right now, we have Ball Spire in first place with an 8-3 and record, pretty good, followed by three teams with seven wins. Higher Vale, Lockshore, Battlejacks, Retreat. So those are your top four. Now your fifth team right now on the borderline is Hammerhold. Hammerhold has one fewer win, and then one under him with one less win than that, with five wins, is Schmecklestone. With four wins, we got Toxic Hollow and Illuminatus. Three wins, Level Plains, and with one win, Nexalia. So I think basically, probably... Toxic Hollow, Illuminatus, Level Plains, Nexalia, all those four, probably out. Schmecklestone, slight chance to still make the playoffs, probably not, but maybe. And then Hammerhold is probably close to 50-50 as to whether they're going to catch Battlejack's Retreat, and they actually just attacked Battlejack's Retreat this morning. This morning, or yesterday morning, I don't know, they just did that. So Hammerhold is very well aware. He's got to get this win. He has to attack Battlejack's Retreat. Let's go. Lockshore is going to win it all, though. Lockshore is going to win it all, baby. All right. What else do we got? Oh, you know what? Let me just... I'm in a rush today. Let me just slow down for a second. Everything's rush, rush, rush. December's here. Fuck. Fuck! Most beautiful time of year, though, isn't it? Oh man, it got to like 40 degrees this week here in Florida. I want to move to the equator. Like, uh, America should buy land at the equator. We should. Like, we got Hawaii, you know, when we were like, we should just have a nice island in the middle of the Pacific. Great idea. We should do the same thing, but like, it's something further south. And I'll, I'll go there, I'll live there for us. It'll be my, my Mars. Speaking of Mars, this Elon thing is fucking blowing my mind. This isn't the forum for it. I get it. This is more of an off topic conversation, but his rant this week where he said, go fuck yourself to Bob Iger. (laughs) Many people have wanted to say, go fuck yourself, Bob Iger. Many times. I get it. But the people that think that this was some sort of power move or shows that he is some sort of alpha, you've lost it. You've lost all of it. this he's, he's so far from in control. It's hysterical right now. Hysterical. It's all gotten to his head. None of this is a boycott. It's not an advertiser boycott. It's a fucking free market. No one's boycotting. They're just not giving you money. If people don't give him money without questioning anything it's a boycott apparently just oh man he's going to kill twitter and then try to pretend that it's anyone but his own fault and, and the funniest thing of it all and I'll I'll stop with the opinions i love the memes babes told me about this today <laughs> that everyone thought he looked like the like he was wearing a skin suit like the like the Villain from the first Men in Black movie.
1: (laughs) I want some sugar in my water. I love sugar water. Go fuck yourself.
2: He just always, the way he moves is not natural. The way he speaks isn't natural. You know what? He's going to be so easy to clone with AI because he already sounds like he's AI. He already sounds unnatural. Gonna be so easy. Anyways, none of this matters. None of this is LOL. Major two, everybody. Babes is on top. That's what she said. Booyah. He thinks he's doing well, but Fornicators is right there at 3-0. I think Cater's is going to take this major. I think Cater's is going to take the next level cup. Man, I'm sorry if I'm jinxing you, man, but I think it's going to happen. And I want to see it happen. I think Babes is going to take major two. She's going to go into Omega, and she's going to be like, are you fucking serious? You're going to make me do more stuff? No. She might be the first person to deny Omega. That would be awesome, honestly. That would be funny. To me. For her, of all people, to do that would make me laugh. We have the next level cup going on right now. Two more weeks of that, man. And it is just like, (sighs) I can't breathe when I'm watching these cup games. 118 to 114, 126 to 121. And the sports book says they're going to fucking flip over and do the the opposite this week. Good luck to you guys that are in there. I, I hope, again, I hope it goes to... Hmm... I think it's gonna be smoking blunts. I do. I don't think that the sports book's correct. I don't think Tally's gonna take the lead in, in leg two. I think blunts is just defying all odds, so I'm gonna give him the nod. Uh, and then Fornicators, I'm just gonna, I've, I've hitched my wagon to this horse. I'm gonna put some Schmeckles down. I don't have many. Send Schmeckles at Buddy. By the way, Schmeckles sender has a memo field now and it goes to Slack. So go on the website, send some Schmeckles to your loved ones. Oh, and speaking of sending gifts, 18 days. It might it's 17 days, right? When you hear this on Friday. So if you're in Secret Santa, the clock is ticking and I'm talking to myself. I have to go take care of some things and get some things out the door. All right? The holiday gala is on December 18th. Please don't fuck this up. We randomly assigned everyone who signed up. You all received an email. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you did sign up for Secret Santa, please reach out. All right? You got just over 2 weeks. To get a gift to someone, let's go. All right? Let's go. Let's make it happen. I got a box in the mail that's addressed to me with my name, and it says SLFFL Secret Santa. I'm not in SLFFL. It is my name, though, so I assume it's to me. I'm going to open it. But it made me one single tear uh, down my cheek when I saw that S at the beginning. I was fucking pissed off. I'm "I'm I'm not in SLFFL. All right. But my name is Buddy. All right. So what else have we got? The next level cup. That's looking pretty sick. Uh, the major two is looking awesome. Eliminator is open again. And like, uh, like we predicted, I think Big TDs is going to take it. She lost. She lost in week one with a bad pick in the first round. Waited all the way until week 12 to join back into round two. And she got it. Where high decibels, he lost in the first week of round two. Big TDs. And then she's the first person to submit her pick for this week's edition of Eliminator Challenge. I think she's going to do it. She's going to have all the selections having been out for so long. Go get it, TDs. Silver lining to this whole AOL thing you got to deal with. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, yeah, playoff probabilities, you know, they're just probabilities. If I said things that offended you, sorry, not sorry. Numbers are numbers. Ball don't lie. Right. And that's it, man. I I don't think we have much else to go over. I mean, that's there's a lot to go. I mean, I say that like there's not a lot going on, but man. All right. So everybody's favorite segment. I'll shut the fuck up and get to it. Voicemails. I appreciate the voicemails. Could have used more. I appreciate the ones we got. But next week, I expect more of you guys. Straight up. First message.
3: I'm gonna go to the farm, and everything will be right with the world. (laughs) No, you're
2: not. Proper football, checking in. I don't. Wrong. I think that's wrong, man. Wrong. You're not gonna go to the farm. You got it. You got the fancy footwork, you know, necessary to maneuver your way through the AOL. You're not gonna have the buy. The numbers say that you're just gonna enter the AOL softly. You'll be in, you know, maybe ninth or something like that. Maybe tenth. You're probably not going to be in 11th. You won't have to deal with the buy. You could escape right away. You don't even know. You might be the second chance champion. You might be. I mean, probably not. You're on a hot losing streak, man. Hot garbage right now. Sorry, proper. Sorry, not sorry. Next message. What's up, others. Hello. Fornicators.
1: Just want to chime in and, uh. Say real quick, I apologize for not calling in last week. You should. Wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Let's just say that I was in kind of a tryptophan coma (laughs) Wednesday, (laughs) Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday. I'll tell you all about it later. However, I didn't want to get to Buddy's Chalk Talk (laughs) bullshit about how Booyah was going to take fornicators out. And that Fornicators had no shot. I well, thought.
2: I'm sorry. What bullshit was that? I'm sorry.
1: Right? Fornicators came in, took Booyah out. He did. On all three phases. Farm, cup. I'm with you. And major. I'm with you. Fucking had a brain fart there. <laughs> it's too much stuff. But I didn't have a brain fart last week. Last week, I went 2-0. Took care of business. And everybody better watch out because if Fornicators gets into the playoffs, it's a team you guys got to look out for.
2: Told you. I'm saying it.
1: Right, this week eh, might be a whole different story, right? Because who the fuck in the NFL decided we're going to do a bye week in week 13. Yeah. And take out a third of Fornicator's team <laughs> for this fucking bye week. So Buddy goes ahead and does his little magic with huh. his scheduling. Oh, and yeah. decides to put sacks in the city. Right in my face, the week where I'm in bye weeks Thanks, buddy. I'm sorry, bro. And well, since we're all listening to this on a Friday, fucking (laughs) Dakstack has to go up against the shitty-ass Seahawks (laughs) who can't take care of business no matter who the fuck they face. So I'm probably down 45, maybe 55 points (laughs) because of that Dakstack. But anyways, it's all good because... Week 14 and week 15 are going to be strong weeks again. I'm kind of throwing this one under the rug. I hope it doesn't screw me over for the cup or, or the majors. But, um, if it does, still got week 14 to come back. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So best of luck for all of you again. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving and, uh, I'll reach out again. Have a good one. All right, Kate. What's up, man?
2: I always love hearing from Katers. Man, you know what? Everybody loves to say, buddy, this, buddy, that, did the scheduling. Look at what he did, be dirty. Okay. I know you're joking. It's a dynamic scheduling, man. This is tough. You do get tutties, not all that tough. No offense, tutties. And yes, you do have to play against sacks, but right now you're 3 0 in the major two, bro. You know you're going to have to play against her. You beat her now, boom. It doesn't even matter. Like, I know everybody wants to win. Lil' Ham. Everybody wants to be promoted and lifted up into the sky. That'd be great. But you know what else is great? Just holding on to Battle Jacks Retreat for another year. This is the week you do it, Cater's. You take out tutties. You take out sacks. You get to hold down the fort on that western, beautiful island. Battle Jacks Retreat. Next message is from caters as well all right
1: i just realized i forgot to tell you guys about my trip to fan coma okay. okay so check this out i brought home this chick uh turkey <laughs> and she was fucking fine <laughs> i mean this chick wanted to get basted <laughs> all over and so what did i do i grabbed this turkey by the legs and I threw her up on my counter and I rubbed the shit out of her and made sure that that oven was nice and preheated Uh until I saw that that turkey was dripping. Man, I couldn't wait to taste that turkey. And let me tell you, when I licked that turkey, it was so sweet and so hot and mm, so fucking good what the fuck? that I knew then it was time for me to stick my thermometer in her and stuff that turkey like it's never been stuffed before and so I must have cooked for about two to three hours uh-huh. and when I was done I gave that ch- turkey exactly what she begged me for I basted her all over and I could not stop eating that Thursday and Friday and all those leftovers on the weekend. And just before I was done eating, the chick turkey asked me if she can come again on Christmas. <laughs> to which I told her that unfortunately I was already eyeing another piece of uh, ham, which was going. To be here for Christmas and I no longer needed her. And so that was what my Thanksgiving was like. And it was amazing. I hope you all had just a good Thanksgiving as I did. Peace out, everyone. <laughs> all right.
2: hey, good God, Jesus. Oh my god, fifty shades of turkey gray up in here. That's that's uh keep a gravy to yourself, you know. All of it sounds so disgusting after Thanksgiving, right? Like a, a week later, you're like, oh, why did we even do that? God, we're gross. Oh, my God. Do you remember how much food we ate? Oh, we're such pieces of shit. That's me and babes talking to each other all week this week. Oh, my God. We're so disgusting. Oh, my God. Pieces of shit we are. That's us. that's us. By the way, we just had our 15th wedding anniversary. <laughs> pieces of shit we are. Appreciate the call, caters, the calls, um, and the story. And uh, it sounds like you had a good Thanksgiving. Mine was a little bit more sleeping, a little less fucking a bird. All right, final voicemail.
3: Here we go. Oh, what's good, buddy? It's your boy, Smoking Blunt. Hello. The beast from the Northeast, <laughs> the motherfucker that you thought you knew, but you had no idea. Still yeah. Coming at you with a brand new lineup. Yeah. Not too bad last week. Yeah. Probably should have beat high decibels with well. his fraud squad, but you know what? I like high decibels, so <laughs> I'm going to let it fly. Um, been dealing with COVID all week, been kind of sick, but you know what else is sick? The fact that I might still make the playoffs, even though I'm in last place. Mm-hmm. How's that for crazy? It is. Ironic. I love it. Tom Petali, bro, I love you, but I'm trying to beat your ass this week, bro. I'm sick of this shit. Um, Cooper Cuff's a fraud. He is. He's going to flop. Yeah. and I'm um, just hoping, you know, for a little bit of luck this week, too. Uh, you know how dope it would be to make the playoffs just on level wins, even though I hated that shit last year, but, you know, it's going kind to of maybe help me out this year, so. You predicted my I whole think show. it's a pretty good idea. Oh. I always thought it was. I was just playing, playing uh, you know, just being difficult. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just want to shout out. People are spending way too much on the waiver wire. $60 for yeah, a, I forgot. On a tight end. <laughs> like some people are packing it in. I'm not worried about relegation. <laughs> I'm just watching my enemies just sink. So feeling good. Good luck to everyone this week. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Shout outs to the higher level. Peace. Splash.
2: That's what's up. That's what's up. Great final voicemail of the week. Bloods, man. Yeah, you predicted the whole show, bro. That's what we talked about. Like. Blunts is, it's nuts. He went from a very small chance, I think it was like 30% chance, to now it's over 50% chance to be in that final spot. And yes, on-level wins. On-level wins, man. That's insanity that he could be either 6th or 12th. There's a few possibilities in between, sure, but those are the top two chances. 6th or 12th. I mean, and yeah, it is. It's Your team was the hardest to predict because at this point, it's like, I could weight your score based on what you've done, but your team is totally different now. New team who it is. So it is. It's hard to predict. I don't know. That is something I would love to do in the future is more of a player-based prediction and then have it bubble up into your score. It would take a lot longer to do the simulations. But that's the true ultimate way to eventually replace CBS is to actually get things to the player level um, and, and database it that way uh, it, that would probably help us iron out Blunt's chances a little bit more but I think we would just find that he's actually has a bigger chance to make the playoffs because of what 10 foot's doing right now he's fallen he's free falling like a Tom Petty song and we're free falling right out of time so we need to get the fuck out of here guys I'm sorry This was a fun show this week I really, I really enjoyed speaking to these new people this year, man. This this, uh, Joe Gabagool a couple weeks ago was uh, incredibly awesome to meet. And then we got this guy this week with big ballers. Like, that was a great interview. And now I'm finding out that these people are all doing tangential things. I always thought that literally everyone in this league just did something with alcohol. Whether they were drinking it or selling it or making it or whatever. You guys are fucking luscious. Let's be real. You guys love your drinks. I gotta, you got to put that down if you're trying to make good predictions, though. If you're trying to make a prediction, you can't be under the influence of alcohol, although weed helps. I've convinced myself that vanilla velvet gives me prediction advantages. It probably doesn't, but I don't know. These numbers, they keep just narrowing and narrowing and narrowing, and we're almost there, guys. Two weeks to go. It's just two weeks to go, so you make your predictions because the playoffs are about to start, baby. Buckle up.